Welcome to the IndyCar Conference Call. My name is Adrian, and I'll be your operator for today's call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. Later, we'll conduct a question-answer session. During the question-answer session, if you have a question, please press star, then 1 on your touch-tone phone. Please note, this conference is being recorded. I'll now turn the call over to Arnie Servahan. Arnie, you may begin. Thank you, Adrian, and welcome everyone to today's IndyCar Media Teleconference. Tuesday, top British open-wheel team Carlin announced it would join the Verizon IndyCar Series with a two-car entry for Verizon IndyCar Series veterans Max Chilton and Charlie Kimball. Both drivers will drive Chevrolet-powered IndyCars in 2018, with Chilton being backed by international insurance, brokerage, risk management, and consulting firm Gallagher, and global healthcare company Novo Nordisk supporting Kimball. We're pleased to be joined today by team principal Trevor Carlin, as well as Max Chilton from the U.K. and Charlie Kimball from his hometown in California. Gentlemen, thank you for taking the time to join us today. Thanks, Arnie. Thank you. All right. Trevor, we'll start with you. Uh, congratulations on the announcement, and welcome to the Verizon IndyCar Series. Uh, when you brought your team to American Motorsport in 2015 to compete in Indy Lights, you stated that the goal was to be in the Verizon IndyCar Series. Why is it the right time to move? Um, well, I mean, it's, we, we've been here in the, the States racing now for three years. Um, we're starting to, to learn the ropes um, and uh, understand the culture of American racing. Um, we started off very well in 2015. Had some great results with uh, Max and Ed. Um, we sort of uh, closed the job in 2016 and won the championship, which I think is always crucial to, to any team or any driver moving up the ladder. Um, we had a, a year of uh, consolidation uh, in 2017 where we increased the size of the team slightly. Now with the new aero kit and the new regulations, um, 2018 was the, the obvious time for us to step forward. And then with um, having the possibility to have two um, ex-Carlin um, winning drivers for us with with Max and Charlie, um, that the stars really aligned. So it was uh, one of those things that was destined to happen, really. All right. You talked about race-winning drivers for Carlin. You look uh, throughout the motorsports world and you see drivers who have raced for and won for Carlin. What, what will it be like for you to have your own cars in the field with Max and Charlie and see so many familiar faces on the grid, uh, drivers like Joseph Newgarden, Robert Wickens, and uh, Takuma Sato? Um, well, it would, be, it would be great fun, really. I mean, it's like a it's like a reunion in the paddock. Um, there's so many of the, of the guys that have, have raced for us. Um, it will it'll be fun when we're um, on the pit wall and chatting, but obviously when the drivers get in the cars, then it gets serious. So we'll be doing our best to beat them, um, but race them cleanly and fairly. And, uh, um, you know, at the end of the day, our job was Carlin and for, for Max and, and Charlie, we've got to give them the best tools possible um, to, to go out and be super competitive. So... Uh, we, we can be friends uh, off track, but on track, it's going to be serious. <clears throat> All right, Max, uh, you moved to uh, the the states to race in the uh, in Indy Lights with Carlin in 2015. It's been a team that you've had great success with uh, throughout your junior career. How excited are you for the 2018 season to begin with Carlin? I'm uh, I'm over the moon. It's been a, a long time coming. Uh, myself, Colin Hell, Trevor Carlin, and Stephanie Carlin have put a lot of time and effort into trying and plotting and planning to make this happen and it's finally happened. Um, I always say to people, um, Carlin to me is, is, is like home. It's where my heart has been. It's where my heart will always be. Um, I have always left to go to other teams such as Mauritius Formula One, uh, the Nissan Works Le Mans program um, and, and Chip Ganassi, but there was always a part of me back at Carlin 
And, uh, you know, I've been waiting for this to happen. Uh, my, my whole career, the best years of my career have always been at Carlin. Um, I've never not won for them in uh, British Formula 3, GP2 and Indy Lights. So I'm hopeful that we can get a victory um, in the 2018 season. That would be remarkably good. But hopefully we can keep that consecutive um, wins going. Um, and the other thing which is, is so exciting is um, I'd say Carlin are arguably the, the best single uh, make formula team in the world um, and IndyCar next year is going to be the nearest to a one make series that it's ever been so it's the right time as Trevor said to jump in and, and, and go all guns blazing um, I think we've got the right programs aboard to, to get quick I'm not saying we're going to be right there at race one but um, I think by the end of the season or at least the middle of the season I want to be, be fighting for some, some pretty decent results and, and, and high, finish fairly high up in the championship so it's very exciting. Um, I've been wanting this to happen a long time, and it's, it's finally happened. All right, Max, what, what does it mean to you as a British IndyCar driver to be driving for a British IndyCar team? Um, for me, I'm very passionate about Great Britain. Uh, that's why I choose to still live here. This is where my, my heart and home is. Um, it's it's uh, something which has happened before with Lotus and McLaren, but not for, like, official uh, championship uh, run. They've done one-off races, mainly the 500. So it, 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 it's a change of time for IndyCar to have a, uh, an international team come in, um, especially, especially British, which has such a huge part of global motorsport, to come in uh, with a British driver. Um, and Charlie has already raced for the team uh, to come in. So I'm hopeful we can have some good success. Um, but we've also got uh, Gallagher, my, my partner, who's on the American side. So there's like a nice sort of American-British feel for the team. All right, Charlie. Uh, as, as we mentioned, bye bye, Trevor and Max. You've had a you have a history with Carlin as well. Does this feel like uh, you're kind of doing a homecoming as well by moving to Carlin for 2018? Absolutely, racing for Carlin has always felt like family. Um, in fact, the uh, my my sister met her husband, my brother-in-law, when he was <laughs> working for Carlin while I was racing for Trevor. So uh, there is, there are more than just that familial uh, feel with with racing for the team it, it it runs deeper than that and so that especially this week you understand the importance of family um, and this announcement to be able to rejoin Carlin I've always felt a part of Carlin since I first raced for them in 2005 and finished second in the championships to, to Alvaro Parente and it was it was a great season and then. In 2007, going through that transition of getting diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and, and starting to build a relationship with Novo Nordisk, as you mentioned, a, a global healthcare company um, that makes the influence and delivery devices that I use every day to manage my diabetes, Trevor and his team were there with me through that transition. And so, you know, we've had great times in Victory Lane and, and doused in Champagne, and we've also gone through challenges together. So rejoining them and, and bringing Max as well, that I think maintaining that relationship as teammates, um, I, I feel very confident and extremely excited about how 2018 is going to start and develop and grow, and I think the future for Carlin here in North America is very bright, but also for the Verizon IndyCar Series. It's, it's proof that this series is is growing and becoming 
more viable globally because Carlin's a British team, Gallagher and Novo Nordisk are both international companies. I think that is is a great indication of of the state of affairs in IndyCar racing at the moment. All right, uh, seven seasons uh, under your belt in the Verizon IndyCar series, uh, including uh, a few with uh, Chevrolet Power. How does your experience working with Chevy and in the series benefit the effort at Carlin? Well, it's great to be back with Team Chevy. They they are definitely committed to being successful. I think since the manufacturer's competition has been reintroduced to the IndyCar Series, they've won every single manufacturer's trophy. Uh, and I know that their goals from when I raced with them in 14, 15, and 16 remain the same to this day, and that's to win the Indy 500 and win the manufacturer's championship. Um, and I'm hoping that as a Chevy team, we can uh, help them achieve those goals. Uh, having worked with them, I have a lot of confidence and a lot of faith in their technical partners with Pratt & Miller and Ilmore Engineering. Um, and it's nice as an American to represent that bow tie and such an iconic American motor brand on the engine cover and on my fire suit. All right. Thanks, Charlie. Uh, Adrian, let's open up for questions for any of our guests. Thank you. We'll now begin the question and answer session. If you have a question, please press star, then 1 on your touchtone phone. If you wish to be removed from the queue, please press the pound sign or the hash key. If you're using a speakerphone, you may need to pick up the handset first before pressing the numbers. Once again, if you have a question, please press star, then 1 on your touchtone phone. And our first question comes from Tony. Zeno from NBC Sports, please go ahead. Hi, guys. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks, Tony. Uh, question for Tre- question for, for Trevor. Um, you guys have, have had now three years in Indy Lights, but you've actually got to race against a number of IndyCar teams that have Indy Lights programs. How did that kind of level of competition prepare you guys for the, the graduation into IndyCar? Um... Nice to hear from you, Tony. Um, it's um, yeah, it's it's a big challenge. I mean, we obviously knew going into lights that we'd be going up against um, you know Andretti and Schmidt, um, so we knew we'd have to be on our A game. Um, it was um, it, it you know it was it was really tough to begin with. Um, it, we may have won the first three races, but there was a lot of learning um, to be done. So it, it wasn't as easy as it looked, and um, you know we got massive respect for these teams, um, and um, we because of that respect we worked harder than um, we've, we've ever worked, and in the end we've got the result because you know we understand the resources these guys have got. Um, so it was it was good to see that we could beat them um, with on a level playing field in lights. Um, I think it's going to be a lot harder to beat them um, in IndyCar because they've got years of ingrained knowledge. Um, so we've got to, you know, we've got to play catch up very quickly. Uh, and then thanks for that. And then one for for Max. Since you've seen the team at at three different, you know, three or four different series, um, how has the team kind of stayed as competitive as it is and as quality as it is in different championships? Because since you have to adjust to different rules or different schedules or, or what have you, um, I'd say it comes from the top. Um, and Trevor is really at the top. He's uh, He's a super consistent um, sort of, uh, let's say, manager of people. He gets the right people involved. Um, but most importantly, people aren't afraid of him. Um, I've been at teams where people are sort of like, you know, the, the boss walks in and they treat him like headmaster and they all sort of, you can see themselves like sort of squirm up and, 
they don't they don't want to talk to him. Well, that's just not the way a team should run. A, a team owner, team team manager should be um, you know speaking to every single person of the team, regardless of what level of job they're at, to see if everything's going well there and and bringing everyone together. And um, he, he won't run the IndyCar program any different from the British Formula Four program. Um, you know, it's about managing people, getting everyone so that they're working efficiently um, and giving the drivers the best tools to do the job. Um, and I've never, I've never seen it uh, not that way. Uh, every team I've driven for him in the different categories, yeah, we're always given a good, very well-prepared car, probably the best-prepared cars I've ever had. Um, and that's, that's part of it, uh, that the cars touch wood are reliable. Um, and uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure to drive for, for, for Trevor. Well, cheers, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Tony. And our next question comes from Steve Winich from Trackside Online. Hi, guys. Congratulations. Uh, very good news. A uh, couple questions for Trevor. Uh, you guys obviously are located in Florida now. Is that the plan to keep the team located in Florida? Yeah. Uh, 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 um, our main base will, will stay here in Delray. Um you know, if you look at the schedule, you'll find that there's pretty much six months of, of downtime between the end of uh, one season and the beginning of the next. And then, obviously, the winter testing takes place down here in Florida. Um, so, logistically, for six months of the year, this works very well. Um, <clears throat> we will we will have a satellite base in Indianapolis, um, which we're just in the process of taking on now, and we'll be we'll you know we'll be dropping in and out of there, and obviously be there for the whole of the month of May. Uh, so we'll probably be there for three months. Um, but uh, um, be, being Brits, we, we, we do like a bit of sunshine, and we, <laughs> we try and escape the snow. So, um, yeah, we become snowbirds for the winter. Yeah, I can't blame you there. Um, you know, you moved over here. I think the first time I saw Carlin in operation in the U.S. was at, at a test at NOLA, and you were changing tires, and you were you were helping with that. But the one thing I noticed is, is that obviously preparation is important to you guys. Was there someone like a Penske that you looked up to as a team owner or someone in Europe that you looked up to that, that drove that preparation side of the, the team? Um, well, I mean, obviously, being based in the UK, we're, we're surrounded by Formula One teams. Um, and, and the level of all every Formula One team, you know, from the, the top to the bottom, is extremely high. So we, we always model ourselves on, on, on the Formula One teams, as do all the other European teams, really, you know, be it in F2 or F3 or F4. Um, but obviously, um, the, the, the absolute role model in the USA is Roger Penske's team, um, because he operates at a Formula One level. Um, so, um, yeah, we, we strive to be as good as an F1 team and strive to be as good as Roger Penske. So it's a, it's a double pronged answer, really. And, and do it, we, you know, we, we do our best. Uh, there's always, there's always more we can do. And that's the, the philosophy in the team. We can, we can always improve. Awesome. Thanks so much. Congratulations. Thanks, Steve. And as a reminder, if you have a question, please press star then one on your touchtone phone. If you wish to be removed from the queue, Please press the pound sign or the hash key. And our next question comes from Lewis Frank from Reuters. Please go ahead. Uh, hello, Trevor, if I may call you Trevor. Oh. I, I hope you mind right. the words of uh, a thank you of uh, Noel Coward, you know, uh, Mad Dogs and Englishmen out in the noonday sun. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, seriously, um, for the present, uh, I have two questions. For the present, is is your sponsorship mostly coming from overseas or in the U.S.? I'm sure you'd be happy for U.S. sponsorship. 
Um, well, we, we, yeah, we're dealing with um, global corporations um, that, that operate uh, everywhere. Now, um, AJ uh, Gallagher's, uh, their head office is in Chicago, um, so mm-hmm. it's, a, it's an American-based company. Um, Novo Nordisk, um, I, I believe their head office is in Denmark, but they have a massive presence in the USA, and we've dealt with the, the USA um, uh, marketing and branding department. So, in theory, all, all our sponsorship is uh, USA-based, which is, you know, we're, we're, we're very proud of that, being a British team and uh, operating abroad. It's great to have um, U.S.-based sponsors. Yeah, and speaking of, thank you, and speaking of Great Britain, I mean, going into 2018, you got Lewis Hamilton coming off another world championship. What is your perception? I know you're an expat now, well, working in the States. What is your perception uh, of of uh, the interest in the U.K. and Great, uh, Great Britain uh, in IndyCar? You know, where does it stand? Um, well, I mean, it, it, it's growing. It's growing all the time, but it, and it was it helped helped massively this year by Fernando Alonso uh, coming over and doing the Indy 500. Um, and it, and it's got you know I, I operate with the, the, the junior drivers um, in motorsport. And last year I had a huge amount of interest. People asking me about racing in the states. You know, the youngsters asking about USF 2000. Um, and all the way up to IndyCar. So um, hopefully we can sort of a uh, um, be a bit of a, um, a showroom, a, a window uh, for the European guys to see what's possible in America, and we can bring some people over here, um, drivers and sponsors, and let them realise what a, what a great package it is, and obviously centred around the, the Indy 500, um, which is the, the ultimate showcase of motorsport in the world, you know, the number one, number one event. <clears throat> Thanks very much, and good luck. Well, thank you. And our next question comes from Rick DeBrule from ESPN. Please go ahead. Well, first off, congratulations to everybody for uh, getting this achievement. It's very impressive in this day and age to pull this kind of thing off. Uh, my question is to Trevor, which is who are you bringing in for engineering on uh, the two cars? Um, well, we've, uh, we're, um, we've got some good guys already uh, employed by Carlin, um, so um, some Indy Lights chaps um, and some guys from Europe. Um, we've taken on um, some guys from another team, which I'd rather not say their names over the, over the podcast if, or the, the interview, if you don't mind. Um, we'll do a, probably a formal announcement of the team lineup uh, in January when we start testing. Um, but we've got a real mixture of uh, experienced guys um, in IndyCar um, and then experienced race engineers um, in other formulas um, who will be learning about IndyCar. Um, but what we're, what we're pushing for is to have a really young, energetic team um, with um, you know, their eyes wide open and open to ideas um, and open to the new challenge. So it's a, it, it's, it's a bold step. We, uh, we haven't just gone for um, you know, a whole team of existing experienced guys. We want to sort of a, um, you know, have a fresh approach to it. And um, it, it's worked for us in the past. Um, and, you know, fingers crossed it will work for us again this year. And uh, as, as to the, the folks whose names shall not be mentioned here, um, are, are they folks who were in the paddock last year? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have been good luck this year. Thank you very much. Thank you. And our next question comes from Jared DePau from NARacecar.com. Congratulations, all you guys, on making the step up to IndyCar. Um, My question is for Charlie and Max. I'm just curious what sort of advantages you guys believe you'll have going into next year after working together for the last two years. What was the well, first word you said? Damages. 
advantages. The, I oh, think the, the biggest the biggest advantage is that um, you know Max and I, having worked together for two years in in an existing IndyCar team, one with you know has a lot of experience. We've been able to to help each other. Now, I've learned a lot from Max about different approaches and, and concepts, and, and I hope he's been able to learn from some of my experience in IndyCar. And, and having that that dialogue, that relationship, that communication, uh, that foundation already built means that when we get to the racetrack for the first time, we're not learning each other as people or as drivers. We're just getting to work on on getting up to speed. Um, I, and Max, I'll let you chime in on your thoughts there. Yeah, the uh, Charlie sort of nailed it on the head. But the, the important thing is, uh, you know, we've got a very short period of time between when we first drive the car and the first race, and so there's no learning phases. I, I know Charlie now for the last two years. We've shared the same room in the in the Ganassi bus, um, so we know each other as friends. But we also know how exactly how we sort of like to engineer the cars and, and drive. Um, he's raced with the team before, I've raced with the team uh, before, um, and actually some of the mechanics I me- uh, who mechanic my car in 2009 will be on my car um, in IndyCar. So, they, you know, there's so much uh, less learning for a new team than, than usually. So um, that's going to speed up the process um, and uh, really looking forward to, to getting on with it and uh, hopefully getting some success soon. Uh, thanks, this, this is Trevor. This, this, this is Trevor. I wouldn't. I'd like to, to add something a bit to, to, to that question. Um, for, for, the, for a team to have two experienced um, guys like Max and Charlie um, uh, from our first day um, at testing will be a massive bonus to the team because we know we can rely on on the drivers to do the job, um, <clears throat> so we can just focus on the job we've got to do. So. Um, that both those drivers are a massive asset to our team and uh, they're going to be a big part of pushing the team forward very, very quickly. So, it's, uh, um, yeah, we're very fortunate to have both both those guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody next year. Thank you. Thank you. And our next question comes from Joey Barnes to Motorsports. Please go ahead. Hey, Trevor. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. And the question for you is, um, you know, you've got you've got success in so many categories all over the world. Can you just talk about the history of that success and how it's kind of led to this point? Um, yeah, I mean, it's we've, you know, we obviously we started off as a team, um, you know, seventeen or eighteen years ago. We've just won Formula Three car, and um, the, the the reason that team worked so well then was uh, because of a, a fabulous Australian engineer, a guy called Bruce Carey, who, who passed away, unfortunately, a few years ago. Um, but he uh, he taught myself and my other mechanics and engineers how to, how to do a job properly and not take shortcuts and take your time and do things right. And, and what we've done now for the last 17 years is applied that principle to everything we do, be it a Formula 4 car, Formula 3 car, Formula 2, Indy Lights, Porsche Super Cup, and all these things we've done. And we, we just use the same approach in everything we do. Um, we're patient and we're methodical and we work hard. Um, and because of that, we've instilled that into the company. And everybody, I'm very proud to say, you know, we've got uh, 80, 90, probably 100 people by the time this program starts on board. And they all share the same vision that we, we work hard and we're super competitive, um, we're fair 
Um, we don't cheat. We do things properly. Um, and the results that you've seen over the last few years, are, are, you know, uh, come from that philosophy. And uh, I'm very, very proud of the team and uh, very excited about the future. And if we can, if we can pull off some big results in IndyCar in the next few years, then um, that would be magnificent. So, yeah, just simple, really, just hard work and patience. And then my, uh, my second question for this would be, you know, going in IndyCar next year, obviously it's a new body. There's, there's all things that are completely different. Uh, compared to a year ago, but you're also undertaking returning to F2. So just talk about maybe the challenges of that process of going into two different series that that are going to be undertaking a lot of differences in their own right. Um, well, the, the, the first thing I have to say is that um, all our teams operate independently. Um, so the, the only crossover between the teams um, is, is myself. Um, so the form of Two team has its own technical director and team manager and mechanics and engineers, as does the IndyCar team, which is headed up by Colin Hale. Um, so they're, they're treated individually, um, and they that we all work in, in the same way. Um, but as a challenge, the only challenge really is, is is for me to work out which which events I'm going to be at because I obviously can't be at all of them because there'll be clashes. Um, so um, yeah, it's it's it's. Really, it's, we've done this sort of stuff before. It's our, it's our day job. Um, we enjoy it. Um, we enjoy the challenges. And if we can win races in Formula 2 and be competitive and win races in IndyCar, then that'll be a uh, job done, really. Awesome. Thank you so much, and congratulations. Thank you very much. And this concludes the question and answer session. I'll turn the call back over for final remarks. All right. Thank you, Adrian. Uh, that will wrap up today's IndyCar Media Teleconference. Uh, as we have no more questions, uh, we will thank Charlie, Max, and Trevor for their time today. This teleconference will be available on a digital tape replay approximately one hour following the conclusion of the call. To access the system, participants will need to dial 888-843-7419 or plus one six three zero six five two three zero four two and enter the passcode 441 6562, followed by the pound sign. A transcript and MP3 audio of today's call will be available on IndyCar's media website at media.indycar.com. You may have to register for access before accessing the replay or the transcript. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Thank Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. This concludes today's conference. Thank you for participating. I may now disconnect.